This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. This is the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast. This is created and hosted by Mark Hayward. I'm a corporate employee with an entrepreneurial mindset. This podcast will help and support you with new ideas about business. These are my thoughts, ideas and comments. Today, it's going to be a solo monologue with me today, where I'm going to talk about healthcare and how it's impacted the UK and the US and some new innovation. So I hope you enjoy it, and thanks a lot. Hi everyone, it's Mark Hayward from the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast, um, here on YouTube and on the podcast, and I apologise for a bit of the lighting on the YouTube video, Um, it's got some glare unfortunately, but I'm going to sort these lights out before next week. So today I'm going to talk to you about healthcare. Now this is going to be slightly controversial for a lot of people, I've got some some listeners and some audience in the US and I know that it's a a tricky subject for you guys in the US um, and I'm sensitive to that but equally I'm very proud of the NHS which is the healthcare system in the UK so I'm going to talk a little bit around that but then I'm going to talk about some um, some sort of um, innovation that's within the healthcare in the UK and I'd imagine it's also been done in other parts of the world. So the reason why I bring this up is because I had a health concern. I'm not going to go into major details, it doesn't really matter, but essentially um, I had a health scare um, which I dealt with and had to do various tests which were all free through the NHS and um, had various tests and then had to catch up with a consultant fairly recently and was given the all clear. So that's, that's great news for me thumbs up if you're watching the YouTube video. So I'm really pleased about that. Um, I'm, I'm sort of at that age where previously people might have been worried or would have been worried about their healthcare. Um, equally, it's probably happening a little bit later because we're all living a little bit longer. Um, but really pleased about that. I, for, for me, it was a, it was a validation on what I'm doing with my exercise and the, the regime that I'm doing. And also it just is a big thing for being there for my kids who are very young at the moment. So just on a purely self-indulgence moment, it triggered something emotional in me. As I said, um, I didn't want to um, suffer an illness where my kids are very, very young. Um, They're very precious to me and also my wife. Um, So I wanted to think about, gave me a bit of reflection equally. I'm never really that great at reflection times um, because I want to go on to the next thing. So um, I I kind of was prioritizing this. This is my way of dealing with it. It's not everyone's way of dealing with it. And I totally respect if if people wanted to be, um, let's just say, more self-reflective. I did give myself to self-reflect, but not until I got the the results. Um, I kind of feel there's nothing, there's no point in sort of dwelling on a moment that you can't control. And I couldn't control that until the doctor told me the good news or the bad news. Um, But equally, um, I respect and understand other people way of being able to deal with these sorts of situations. So um, credit to everyone. Um, We all deal with things differently. That's just my particular way. Um, I try and switch it off until I actually have to deal with it. 
it, um, which um, emotionally can be maybe a slight negative for me, but equally um, it's the best way that I can deal with these sorts of things. So um, so it did trigger something emotional when I had to go and see the consultant, um, but pleased that it was all positive. So thumbs up for that. But it does start you thinking about your long-term health plans, and and uh, I'm 39, which is a revelation, maybe, I don't know, um, and really need to think about long-term health effects. So um, diet is obviously very, very important. It's not easy to manage, uh, but you, I do have to think about what the best sort of long-term sort of strategic way of being able to deal with my health so that I can live till... Well, it'd be nice to live to 80, 85, maybe 90. Who knows? Um, uh, equally, I've had, as you, any long-term podcast listener has heard that I have had bereavement in my family. And therefore, I'm a little bit more sensitive about these sorts of things than maybe some other people because of um, family members uh, dying relatively young. Um, so it does make make me think about how we approach or how I approach these things. And hopefully you guys might listen to this. and It might be a bit of a jolt for you, too, if you're in your 40s, 50s. Um, you've got to be careful then. Um, I'd, I'd say at your 20s, you probably eat, drink, whatever you want. Um, but you do have to be mindful when you start hitting the age. I'm not quite 40, uh, but next year I will be 40. And therefore, I, you do have to think about... <clears throat> what your long-term health ambitions. Now, obviously, we talk about, I've talked a lot, excuse me, I've talked a lot about um, sort of goals for uh, for the business, for your career, for your job. Um, and I just think we need to take a reflection moment uh, at times and think about our health as well. So one of my things that I'm big on is being able to do exercise regularly. I do it as regular as I can. Uh, there is obviously constraints like work and family and stuff, but uh, do try and keep that as regular as I can. The other thing I realised how hard it is actually to change habits. So um, it's very easy to get in a loop, uh, whether it's on drinking, eating, smoking, whatever it is. It's very. It's, it, it, well, they say it's twenty-eight to thirty days to change a habit. Um, but that's consistently every day. You can't just slip off um, and then slip back on. So you do have to think about it more long term, being able to change a habit, which is very hard and uh, got maximum respect to people that that, that struggle or, or even can master that. So um, and the other thing is that I want to live for a long time. So I just mentioned just a little while ago. I would think anything under 80 would be a bit of a failure from my point of view. Um, as I regular, well, as I exercise regularly, kind of, um, I would like to think that I would be able to hit 80. And that kind of makes me think that I'm, I am maybe halfway through and there's still a lot to do personally, professionally, career, business ideas. There's so much more that I want to do. So I don't want to, to curtail it or stop it because of something, uh, like healthcare. So, so we're talking that first chunk was all about me 
a bit therapeutic, a bit cathartic to get it off my chest. But equally, um, I think people can learn things from that. So hopefully that's helped you at whatever age you are. Um, you always need to look after your health and your diet and nutrition and exercise. So, and, and if you don't do exercise, see, I, 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 we, we've touched on this before, but I think it's worth touching again. For me, exercise is my meditation. I've tried meditating and I kind of liked it, but it's very difficult to be able to fit in um, everything professionally, everything business wise, everything exercise wise, family wise. So I must admit, I've dropped a little bit off on meditation, uh, but um, I think you kind of need to do one at least if not both so uh check it out guys i've got some you've got a youtube video where i talk very much about meditation versus exercise and the positives for both of them um i think they both can contribute hugely um to people's life so please check that out and give me some feedback <clears throat> so as i said I'm going to stop now about a personal point of view i'm going to talk about healthcare in the uk now some people know about this some people may not if you're further afield and you're a listener or watcher um healthcare in the uk is the national health service which was set up in the 1940s after the second world war and it was free for all um and i genuinely think this is something we should be proud about there are lots of people in the us and other parts of europe that um that struggle with the whole concept of being able to have an NHS, a healthcare system for all. Um, I think it's something that should be celebrated. Um, we have had particular hard times with lack of investment after the 0809 credit crunch. And it's really uh, been hard for a lot of people that work in the industry, whether they're doctors, nurses, carers, whatever. So I think, I think firstly, we should salute everyone in the UK that is either a nurse, a doctor, a carer, um, a consultant, whatever it is. And thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I think you do great jobs, should be rewarded more. Uh, unfortunately, in the type of business you're in, it is more about reward, uh, not monetary reward but um sort of spiritual or uh, fulfillment so um thank you everyone that does that it's been a hard slog these last 10 years and i know you guys work very very hard um i still think it supports the nation um there is parts of the healthcare in the uk which is private um and as i'm a corporate employee i do get the benefit of private healthcare um haven't really used it even with this this sort of mini health scare um i didn't use it um and i sort of have talked to a couple of people that sort of thought that was a little bit selfish i kind of think if i needed an operation i would do it privately this is a very personal point of view because i know a lot of people out there even if they did have private health care would would well they say you go you split into two isn't it it's either you should go private because you've got it and it, it gives the national health a um an extra support someone else is doing uh, their work but equally a lot of people believe you should support the national health and you can do support in lots of different ways you can do charity walks charity runs i'm going to do a charity walk in september so um 
I think it's very important. I'm going to do it for Mind, which is a UK charity on mental health. So I think people should support their healthcare and should do charity runs. The London Marathon is very important to a lot of people. Being able to bring money in and equally uh, make money for for these charities. So um, please, 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 everyone who gets the opportunity to be able to support someone within the healthcare industry, please do it and please do it well and earn or support them with lots and lots of money. But the whole point about private healthcare, I think, is available for some. Uh, not everyone can afford it. Not everyone has the opportunity with it if you're not in the private sector, in the corporate private sector. Um, but I think it's something we should take advantage of. My father was part of a corporate environment. I had an operation when I was 17, 18, and it was done privately and was really good. So um, I think it's important that we support the NHS by doing some things privately. So I'm not going to go into massive detail about the US, but let's just let's just clear it up. The US have uh, a healthcare system which has recently been changed to Medicare, um, or it was all Medicare, but the, uh, a more extensive review of Medicare, which I believe, and by all means, give me feedback. I believe it's insurance for everyone, um, and so I think it's I think it's good, uh, and so. All those in the US be appreciative of what you do have. And the rest of the world, by all means, like drop me a line, drop me a message. I'd love to hear what you guys do in your country. Um, I, I've spoken about the UK and the US just because primarily um, they're the sort of closest affinity. Um, all parts of Europe do slightly different things. Um, so by all means, drop me a line. I'd love to hear what you guys do in your healthcare. So the third part, which I just want to talk about, is innovation. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, this was recently, um, uh, this was recently, um, I found last week, uh, which was about Alexa, which is our Amazon, um, I haven't got an Alexa in this room, so I'm fine, uh, 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 Alexa and the NHS partnering together. Um, and the idea is that we'd be able to create innovation, that there would be the, the type of support that's needed for minor issues um so um that you could you could that's going to happen soon i'm not sure if it's happened quite yet but it's going to happen soon you'd be able to ask alexa about nhs questions and whether you need to go now in the uk again i'll just give you a bit of insight there's a 999 which is for an emergency in in the recent times they've set up a 111 which is your phone for a non-threatening non-emergency but equally you want to have a check just to check everything's all right and then you get advice from them whether to go into hospital go into the emergency a and e um emergency um so I think this is going to be really good. There was a lot of there's a bit of controversy on this that you're getting advice from a computer. But essentially the the dynamics of it is there'll be a huge database with a bunch of questions and you ask Alexa and if Alexa doesn't know the answer, Alexa will tell you don't know the answer. If Alexa does know the answer, which I assume the database is going to be massive, they're going to be able to give you advice. Now, the advice might be go to hospital. It might be stay for 24 hours. It might be review it. It might be go to the GPs tomorrow. There's lots of different views that can go on that. But I think it's a really good idea. If it's all supported by the NHS and it's, it's got the right answers, there's no reason why the technology can't do those sorts of things. So that innovation 
innovation is great. I love, I think, technology enabling and, and sort of supporting the NHS in the UK is a really positive thing. Just something, uh, just equally, there's lots of things going on about uh, virtual reality, uh, being able to mimic or or mock up sort of scenarios um, for people. Um, So, uh, like, I've even tried, I went to a virtual reality setup a little while ago, maybe about two years ago, which is quite a long time for technology. And um, it did a really interesting thing with doing an operation. So I do think there is there is definitely scope to be able to use that technology to practice operations before you actually go and do them. So I, just the whole technology in healthcare, I think, is massive. And sort of artificial intelligence in, in I don't know, we talked about Alexa, but equally there's, 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 diagnoses on on certain types of conditions and cancers and things which have been done by artificial intelligence beyond how the you the human has perceived things so i think it's really important to be open to those sorts of things um technology can help and um there's a lot lots of things that technology can't help with but actually this is a this is a big area that i think technology can enable healthcare um for the future so I'm not going to go on and on about this. I just wanted to give you a quick update about my sort of view on healthcare and the way forward for it. Um, if you've got any comments, by all means, uh, share them with me on the podcast um, or on YouTube. Equally, if you want to find me, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Mark J. Hayward, on Twitter, Mark Hayward169, Facebook. I'm sort of leveraging a bit on Facebook as well. So check me out, Mark Hayward. Um Equally, I'd love you to get involved in Patreon. Patreon is something I've set up, and and it'd be great if you guys could could sort of support me there. Um, it's it's a really interesting concept, um, and by all means, check me out. It's absolute business mindset with a capital A um, on Patreon. Um, so if you do know that, then please check it out. It'd be great to get some support on there as well. Um, and uh, and and please enjoy your evening, enjoy your day, and I will speak to you soon. Thank you. To make sure millions of people are getting paid on time and in compliance, ADP is staying on top of each new piece of legislation. So when it comes down to it, ADP isn't just a payroll and HR company. We're the company that helps you navigate complexity. Learn more at ADP.com.